Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! And belly it up to the nine foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one. My name's Chris, that's Bill, that's Mike, this is 30 Minutes of Good, that is Southside Pod. We're going to spill the tea today on Gaelic Park. You've heard of it. You might have been there, but do you know a lot about it? Plus, we have a great way for you to experience it this month. And for some of you, it will be free. We also got some comments through SouthsidePod.com and on our social media from last week's show. But that's what happens when you compare aliens to Jesus on the show. Nice one. So we're not religious people. I know that. But my daughter went to... Your wife was raised Catholic. She was. She went to Catholic school. Okay. And she asked me all the time. Like, I get the feeling off her, she feels guilty that she's not doing the Catholic thing. Yeah, that's the brainwashing. But that's your opinion. But, I mean, that's... that's but that's my daughter went to Catholic school because we had some limited preschool options, okay? But she latched onto it. Like, she loves it. She loves Jesus. Came into my house, wanted to see if I What's had a picture of Jesus. You, Chris? Where's she your said, velvet where Elvis? is your picture your, of Jesus? Not, velvet not Jesus. do you have. No, where is it? Where is it? She knew I had one. Right. She's got a picture of Jesus and Mary hung up in her room. She made me put it up there. She's going to be a nun one, one day. Picture. She's going to be a nun one day and in her autobiography or in her biography. I love that. Whether she writes it or somebody else does, they will talk about her godless parents. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Jesus. <laughs> you say it like that. Okay. And how she became a nun how because she wanted to avoid the fires of hell that her father ended up in. That's what she'll write. Ah, she'll job, write well, that. job well done, Dad. <laughs> job well done. <laughs> but she is she's very she wanted young. to see the picture of Jesus. And right. she was very happy when she saw the picture of Jesus. She loves uh she prayers. She she prayers. She prayers. She prayers. You are yeah, the you worst. Yeah. How do you say it? How Praise. do you how do you Praise. People say it? Praise. She prays before dinner. Right. She says her prayers. Like she goes, don't eat, don't eat. I have to say it. And she says oh, the so whole. so she does grace at dinner. Yeah. She says, bless us for this bounty and we're about to receive. And you don't do that. No, I'll, I'll respectfully. Christ. What does her sister do? Does she join in or no? Her sister is not. Uh, her sister's the heathen. Oh, she her sister's doesn't like. even believe she's in like Santa Claus. So the older sister the Mary latches Magdalene. on the dad. That's what it is. That's how it works. <laughs> I think so. I the mean, older I, sister latches on what dad believes. And if you look at like the, the, the dynamic of the family. My oldest is definitely my kind of person. That's and, your kid. Yeah. yeah. And the little one goes with my wife. Right. So whatever. She prays during dinner. We, we, we play cater, you know, and that's not, that sounds weird. But She's praying for your souls. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, somebody's yeah. got to. Somebody has to. But she was playing. Because I knew you when you were younger and you need prayer. Me? Oh, yeah. Personally? You built up. You built or up. Or you some need stuff, this to not man. be true. You've, you've you know. built up. Or you need it to not yeah. be real. That's like, what's you when you're really banking need on. it to not be real. Okay. For your antics. You you need it to not be real. What 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 real? But the God. 
Oh, you, you, need that to not, to you need that to not happen. Is that your roundabout way of saying I'm going to hell? No, no. I don't think you're going to hell. Oh, thanks. But hedge your no. bets. Just hedge no. your bets. Hedge your bets. Right yeah. at the end. Hedge your bets. Like, I'm sorry. Maybe light a couple of candles in your I 70s and 80s. That's all I'm saying. Well, we were playing a game on our iPad, and uh, we like to play little games of kind Jeopardy. Of like, a, like, and a, like a trivia game. No, stupid like things like that. We played Wheel of Fortune. And you're playing online with other people. Yes. And it says, like, your opponent is John, you know, from Philadelphia, whatever. So we were playing, and it says, your opponent, and it's Alexa talking. So she has limited capabilities, right? But Alexa, the yeah. person we were talking to, I'm assuming's name was Jesus. Jesus. But Alexa tells us that your opponent is Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> My daughter's Whoa. eyes lit up. Holy Like cow. she was playing against like Tom Cruise or something. Yeah, like, Jesus is actually. She's like, I'm playing against Jesus? Jesus wow. is online, and he's playing Trivial Pursuit. And her first thought was like, we can't win this. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, how do you win Wheel of Fortune against Jesus? It's, I mean, he doesn't even need to cheat either, right? right? Luckily, it was the, the category was real things. <laughs> wow. I'm Look sorry. at him with the no, barbs. Look wow. at him with the barbs. <laughs> no, it was like, whatever. You're lucky that little girl's going to be throwing holy water on your body after By the you're way, dead. She beat Jesus in Wheel of Fortune. And that's because Jesus was human like the rest of us. Jesus didn't know how to buy a vowel. Well, you know, he was a carpenter's son. He doesn't have a lot of money. Okay? <laughs> what was a rabbit's name in Bambi? It was Thumper. What's this called in radio speak? It's called a bumper. It's a bumper. This episode of Southside Pod brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions, named one of the Southland's best for several years now. Bowing walls, window wells, foundation crack repair, sump pumps, gutter cleaning. It's a good time of the year for gutter cleaning. That's coming up. They have express service now. Know what you want. See the cost right on the website. Order and schedule on-site immediately for quick service. If you don't see what you need or you don't know, give them a call at 708-330-4466. Mention Southside Pod. Get a discount. Your basement's best defense is at FamilyDry.com. Sitting down here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar, I have Maggie Murphy, and she is a producer putting a play out with the Gaelic Park players. Hello, Maggie. How are you? Fine, thanks. How are you? Good. So all the shows for the Gaelic Park players are at Gaelic Park, correct? That is correct. Okay. And which is a really nice place. I don't think a lot of people like get it until they go there. Right. Because it's hidden. What is that? Like 147th and Justamere, right around in that area there? Like, right. Yeah. Just, just at Ridgeland Avenue. Ridgeland Avenue. Yeah. And, and if you drive by it, you're like, okay, well, I don't know what that is. It's big. There's a big parking lot. Uh, you know, it's got a neat little bar inside of there. I think it's kind of a hidden treasure as well on the south side. Uh, but then you have a you have a nice set of areas, I would say, for theater. There's more than one place to put on a play in there, right? Uh, well, the Gaelic Park in and of itself, there's a great history to that. Are you aware of it? Like, I, I could sit here and I could fake it. You know how people do that all the time? Like, yeah, 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 I know. I know all about Gaelic Park. I don't want to act like I'm a south sider who doesn't know, like, what happened. Get, but I don't. So tell me about it. So I'm first generation. Both my parents were from Ireland. My mom was from Clare. My dad was from Galway. And they came from Ireland at a time where there was nothing in Ireland for them. So naturally, everyone that came to Chicago kind of uh, melded together. And growing up, we used to go to um, Swallow Cliff and they would have what's called the Claremont's Picnic. So all the biddy earlies from Clare would be out there. And then oh, my, I love that. You can do that all show <laughs> my, if you want uh, to. My dad was from Galway, so they were the, the Connick Tribune. And so my father was a great hurler. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's when they take the, the ball and it's, it's like shot put. But it's uh, it's not exactly shot put, but that's what the, aren't they swinging it in something? That's uh, that's more along the lines of lacrosse. So okay. hurling is what I would almost say is um, 
Harry Potter's Quidditch without flying brooms. Okay. So there was this tiny little league ball, and um, it's it's wicked, maybe like two inches, and it's it's like a golf ball married a baseball, and you have to carry it on the hurley stick, and you can only go four steps, and then you have to either whip it up in the air and hit it like a baseball. Holy cow. Oh, my gosh, and it's wicked fast. So this is a sport. It's a sport. Okay. First of all, it's different from what I thought it was, and uh-huh. secondly, it makes cricket look uh, less complicated. To, oh, that's what it sounds like. Absolutely, absolutely. Holy cow. Okay. Right. So a game um, now I want to see in person someday. Oh, it's mighty, and they do play hurling out at uh, at Gaelic Park, and then they have uh, hurling clubs for girls and and the youngsters, the little kids. Um, I don't know enough about the the young group. I know my niece and nephews are in it, but well, my grand nieces and nephews. But um, anyway, so my parents' generation, there really wasn't a a field to go to. I do remember as a kid being taken to Newt Rockney Stadium, which used to be on Central Avenue, I believe. So the long and the short of it is my parents and their counterparts all pulled together and they said, you know what, let's put our money in and let's buy some land. And really the whole- Oh, your parents were part of this purchase. uh, They were in the, like it was their generation. Okay. Um, They passed the hat. Everybody got some money together. They did. And they bought a pitch, which is Irish and, and English for a football field. Okay. Basically. So it started out just as the pitch and there was a small pub- um, which would be what we grew up with in a Little League game as the concession stand. And then it has just grown from there. I and mean, now it's huge. the ingenious business minds of these people were phenomenal. And many of them were tradesmen, electricians, carpenters, nurses, teachers, all, all walks of life. But it was truly to create a cultural center. Um, and so they have been successful at doing that. That's incredible because I think I go there two to three times a year minimum. Ah. For an event or a thing that's going on or what, like just like my 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 niece, who's also my goddaughter, she's an Irish dancer. I know she's there at least once or twice a year. I'm seeing her there. And like, I just didn't understand where it came from. So yeah. I love that. That's yeah. a great story. That's a story I did not expect bringing you in here. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. awesome. So and, and that's really how it kind of came to be. And then um, I would always hang around there because in the summer times, the Irish guys would come. My friend Jean always got lucky. I never <laughs> I never <laughs> indulged. But um, and I'm just saying Jean meet, was picking up uh, Irish meet, guys. Huh? Meeting the fine yeah, lads. Wow. She was. Um, but anyway, so that's really where it comes from. And then my personal involvement, I don't know if you really want this piece of it. I'm a graduate of Maria High School. Okay. And um, I always wanted to perform in the plays. But my sister told me, you're not going to be in the plays. Somebody's got to make dad's dinner because that was our generation. And they didn't have organized sports for girls yet. So my brothers were all in Westlawn Little League and, you know, the boys stuff. So I always wanted to act in a play. And I promised myself that when I turned 30, I would audition somewhere. So I saw um, an audition notice in a paper you may or may not remember called The Reader. I know the reader. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was this tiny little ad and, and I saw Gaelic Park and I knew what Gaelic Park was. And I thought, you know what? I could do a brogue. I, I bet I could. I could audition here. So I did. And that was in 1996. And I've kind of been hanging around ever since. Good for you. That's an awesome story. But what I find interesting about this, first of all, what's the name of the play that you're producing? The pl- Well, the play that is going to be in... It's called our fall production, and it starts September twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth. Is Thy Will Be Done? Okay, so you're producing it though. Yes, I asked you this. I was like, Are you directing? Are you Are you acting? You're like, I'm producing, and yeah. I find that fascinating because I don't think I've ever 
sat down with a producer or gotten into the weeds with a producer because I, I watched, and I, I know this is a different culture, but I watched the television series recently that was about how they made The Godfather. Did you oh, see this on Paramount? I love it. Hello. That was a great, that was a great, uh, The Offer, that's what it's called. Yes. What a great series that mm-hmm. was. And I was just amazed by what goes into producing something like that. Now, that's a that's a Hollywood movie in the 70s, so very different from what you're doing. But I'm fascinated by the idea that you're not actually in it. You're not going to be calling the shots as a director, who is, of course, Tara McKenna Dow, but you're doing all the hard work that nobody sees get done. So what what do you have to do for a play like this besides come on my dinky little podcast? What else do you have to do to kind of get this off the ground. Well, I, I almost can't say that that it, when you make the comparison to the offer, that was an ingenious group. Um, and, and based on true story, which is fascinating. Uh, the whole thing is amazing. It when is. Watch. When you watch it, you sit there, you just, you, I would look up things after every episode and go, did that really happen? I'd be like, oh my goodness, it did really happen. It's crazy. Yes. Right. I had to look up the definition of a producer as well, because Gaelic Park uh, players, so the theater group, which is a part of Gaelic Park, the, the parent company, if you will, has had a fantastic relationship there. They don't have to worry about overhead. And, you know, the the Gaelic Park organization gives us one of their banquet rooms, the Celtic Room, which historically has become the stage. And so to be the producer, by and large, by definition, is you're kind of the kingpin. You, you make sure that everything gets done. And um, I can't take that claim to fame personally because there are so many wonderful volunteers in the Gaelic Park Players that it's just a matter of like being a part of a really good team. You know, whether you're a baseball fan or, you know, I'm that generation that 1980, there was an epic event. How old are you? When, when you gave yours, I was like, I'm a, I'm a little younger. I'm 46. Okay. Yes. Well, in 1980- Just a little younger. I'm only about 10, 10 years or so behind you from what I can tell right. from your story. Okay. That's okay. But we were the generation, we didn't have um, cable TV. We didn't have all this stuff. So when the Olympics were on, this was a big deal. Yes. And in 1980, um, the American hockey team- Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. I mean, I was good. four, but I know it. Okay. I've, I've, I've watched the replays. I know what it is. Yes. Very Do you good. believe in miracles? Yes. Yes. Al Michaels. Right. But I, I share that only because, you know what, at certain times, the planets are all in alignment and you just have a great team. And so those are some of the things, all of the productions that I've been involved in at Gaelic Park, there are the behind the scenes people that make it work. Um, many of the, none of the actors get paid. They're all volunteers. They're all community theater actors. So for the most part, it's really just almost like planning a really good party that lasts a couple weekends. And you want to make sure that you have all the things that you need. And there's uh, we have a wonderful behind the scenes. Our publicity is, is Liz Tinley. Um, our stage manager is Bridget Christensen. And she is the ultimate in making sure that all the little details are there. Um, she has a, a couple other gals that, that work with her, Christina Garavan and Betty Court. And inevitably, even though Bridget has done all that stuff, she'll still bring sandwiches or soda bread and butter the nights of the play so that everybody has something to eat. So it is just this really... It's a party. It's a great it's melding. It's a party. You're it the is. party planner is it, what you are. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll bring the cups and the paper plates. Other <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you sit at other plays or other productions and think to yourself like, I would have done this differently or that's a good idea. Do you find yourself stealing because, or at least critiquing? Cause I do that. I do that. I listen to my, I can't even listen to the radio. Like my kids laugh 
when their father's in the car. Somebody will come up in between songs and try to make a joke or say something. And I'll be like, what was the point of that break? Just play the next song. Like I get annoyed because I've been in this business for so long and I was on the radio before I got into podcasting for 10 years. I just can't listen to it without either being critical or if I hear something good going, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that myself and doing a little bit of stealing. Do you do that? Um, I, this is my first time, you know, being in this position, but I agree that there are times that it's like, you know what, that's really interesting. And so there are some really good theater groups, uh, you know, in this outside. There's a lot on this outside. We talked to a few of them. I'm surprised at how many there are. Right. And, and I think that it really, is just, just that whole conglomerate. If I can go back to my rationale to getting into this, it's just something you always wanted to do. And, um, when we're at Gaelic park, I always say that we're, we're Wayne's basement on the second floor. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. That was solid. So um, it is. It's just, it, it takes all of us together. There are so many, um, you know, working parts. And, and then inevitably right now at crunch time where you're like, oh my gosh, who's going to do the lights? Who's going to do this? It, and then it'll all just pull together. It all just kind of works out. Right, right. And then, you know, at the end of the day, as we get back to the whole point of it, this story, oh my goodness. The- yeah, give me the story. I know you're ready. You, when she sat down, folks. She pulled up the description and she's like, it's like three pages long. I'm like, we're not reading three pages or whatever you said it was. I was like, that's a lot. So give me a little bit of a synopsis. We're only a half hour show. That's quite all right. I don't want to hear the whole script. You're going to ruin it for me. Don't give away the ending. It's amazing. And I'm sure that every culture has some form of this. But this particular story is about two brothers who were very, very close growing up. And then there's one incident that kind of changes the pattern. Um, The fundamental basis is there's four characters in it three male characters and one female character and historically irish there's that that bone of contention or that consternation and uh, they hold a grudge they hold i a can grudge. say that they i got i got as much irish as italian oh. in me i'm gonna tell you right now you hold a grudge that's what that's what happens it's mighty yeah and, <laughs> and so this gets then they make out. songs about the grudges and then they sing the songs in the bars that, that that's a thing this is very true. Um, <laughs> this is the the type of thing where people then look at, you know, insane Irish. Do you remember the movie that was from? I do not remember the movie that was from. Oh, all the time yeah, you might be a little bit older, okay. but I uh, might I might know it. it. Just that was a quick one to throw at me. He was the most wanted man on his island. Oh yeah, yeah. Which uh, uh, Braveheart? Stevens, my name. Right, absolutely. Right. It's, my absolutely right. it's my island. It's not that one. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the best one. It's my island. So. Yes. Um, Anyway, it you is got that. me on my toes. You're throwing out references. And then if I don't get it right away, you're like, oh, you're just not the right age. I remember Braveheart. I watched Braveheart. I was in college, but I watched it. It's true. It's okay. very, very true. Um, and so the, 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 the point of it is that the one brother was married and that marriage didn't work out. So the wife went to America and gave birth to a son. Okay. And the son then comes back and then the juxtaposition between the brother who's the father and the brother who's the uncle um, unravels and unfolds. And um, it, it, it becomes typical that any culture can say, yeah, we do that. Oh, gosh, we do that. And then the, the, the pinnacle of it, it just keeps you in your seat. Is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Am I going to cry? Am I going to laugh? All of it. Am I going to develop a brogue by the end of it because I get uh, so into it? Uh, you know, I don't know. But um, I think this is the other thing. Many people, if they don't come from this, and I know this just at, as we've shared, the age that I am. You know, you raise your voice nowadays. I didn't and, share it. You did it. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't have a bit of problem with it. Um, but... Uh, you know, you raise your voice nowadays and everybody, you know, looks the other way oh, and yeah. nobody wants to get involved. Oh, yeah. And, you know, everyone's in their business, but they're not. 
So um, there's some there's some shouting and you know some raucous fights that uh, become epic. Well, this sounds like it'll be fun. Hollywood. See, I'll enjoy this. I think this will be fun. I'm one of those people that enjoys the loudness and the screaming and everything oh. else like that. I don't shy away. So this will be this will be enjoyable to me. You said what weekend is this going to be again? It starts on September 22nd, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. So 22, 23, and 24. And then it'll play the next weekend again, which is September 29th, 30th, and October 1st is the Sunday. And we mentioned the bar there, and I know that there are times when I've been there that there's food. Is any of that... Is there anything included in this or is it available? Can people go out there and get dinner maybe on site and then go see the play? Like how, how would you suggest they go about it if they're making an evening of it? Oh, I would highly recommend going to the, the Kirk pub and, and have some fish and chips. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a package any longer. We used to set that up. But if you make reservations, you'll have a delicious dinner and the play starts at eight o'clock. Awesome. So you can, you know, make yourself a reservation between 530 and six, have a pint, have a good meal. And if you don't finish the meal, bring it on upstairs. Uh, we do have a bar in the area where the plays are on. Uh, so you can also get a drink up there and at intermission. But other than that, it is just, you know, for a nice evening, something different. And if you want to feel like you've been to Ireland, go have a meal. They have shepherd's pie at uh, the Curragh. Have you ever had that? No. I, well, I've had shepherd's pie, not there. Okay. But yes, I, I do enjoy a shepherd's pie. I've had very it before. Very good. Yes. Very good. And they used to have this I, thing. You just continue to quiz me. You're menu. like, do you know this? Well, I do you just, know that? I mentioned I have some Irish heritage. She's like, well, do you know the line from Braveheart? Because <laughs> if you don't, you're not really Irish. Like, you're rough. Well, let's let's clarify. <laughs> you did say that you're of Irish and Italian yes. descent. There is a fantastic line in the movie Brooklyn that it's like, it's a known fact. The Italians don't like the Irish. So you, you got to work whatever you can. <laughs> all right. Here's the thing. First off, uh, for all of you that are listening, uh, we're going to be giving away two free tickets. Uh, you could pick a Friday or Saturday performance, either the 22nd, 23rd, uh, 29th, or 30th uh, that the they are offering me. So I want you to follow our social media. We now have a new prize closet that we're using. So go check that out. You'll find the link. Uh, I believe that it will be set up at broadcastbasement.com as well. Uh, we'll put a link up on the uh, Southside Pod. But just, che- just follow Southside Pod on the social medias and you will see the contest. And I appreciate you putting up a, a pair of tickets for somebody to go see this play but if somebody doesn't win the tickets how do they get them do they get them in advance uh where do they go how does this go well you can order tickets um call gaelic park's office and you can order it that way or you can just show up listen the irish always have like a cake my my grandmother always had a cake there was always a day and there was always an entomans later on and there was always oh yeah. yeah you had to be ready in case company came by oh god the louisiana we were always ready for company cake. and then we had to go into the parlor and we had to we had to see company and then we had to bring out the cake and we had all the other stuff oh yeah yeah so they're ready for you if you just pop in because they're Irish. And that's called making the tea. <laughs> and as opposed to today, now they only spill the tea. And that is true. I was just in Ireland and these older women were doing a, um, you know, like um, we call it a rummage sale or like a, a church sale. And do you know that they brought their china to have their tea and they made ham sandwiches and tea and a bit of cake and i took a picture of that that's because awesome it's awesome and you were jealous you're like i'm gonna start doing this myself oh no because i was the one who'd be making the tea so that was my mother like she'd come home from work and say put the kettle on and then if there was company coming over i don't were, know you're so lively i think that you might spill a little tea too i wouldn't because i'd have to clean it up as well <laughs> 
Thank you so much. Listen, Maggie Murphy, it was wonderful meeting you and, and hearing all about this. And check out the play, the name of the, the play. I don't even think we ever gave out the name of it. Thy Will Be Done. Thy Will Be Done. By Michael Carey. And there is a pun in it, which would be an ultimate Jeopardy question, but we'll see about the night of the play if everybody gets it. Awesome. Awesome. Very good. Well, thank you so much for coming down here. All right. Thank Looking you for having us. Looking forward to the performances, us. and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All the best. Okay. Thanks very much. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Do you remember I worked at WPWR? It was a news station in Champaign. It was a pretty major news station, and I just worked overnights. It was like 10 p.m. till 4 a.m. And all I had to do was, at 3 a.m., hit the satellite switch, like one time, that, unless there was a Cardinals game that went late past 10 p.m., I just had to hit one switch. I just stayed there and do nothing. But there was always that threat of inclement weather. And then you had to spring into to action. WPWR was the person that, for... From Decatur to Rantoul or whatever, you heard WP, WPWR's transition of what happened. So there was a tornado warning, which is way different than a watch. Yeah, because a watch is when people get excited about this. A watch <laughs> is there could be something. Just you know, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I said don't that go wrong. stand in See, the middle I said of it the wrong field. to this day. A watch means hey, it's around us. Right. Be careful. Right. Watch out. Warning is. Oh, crap, Take here cover. comes a tornado. Right. They, they've seen one. A professional has said, that is a tornado. Correct. And somebody's house is flying but above the... But there are two yeah. different things. Right. Completely. Very differently. Right. And there are two different warnings and buttons to press, by the way, for that. Yes. Oh. yes As the person for the whole central Illinois station to be pressing that button. So, Bill, right. what happened? So, there was a tornado... Watch? Watch. And you thought it and was I a... I went onto the air saying there was a tornado warning. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I caused an uproar in the middle of central Illinois and got fired from the station. Well, yeah, as you should have been. But at least they were prepared. Yeah. yeah. What if the watch would have turned into a tornado? Thank you. Think of all saved. the people you could have saved. They should all be warnings. Maybe, maybe you're just forward thinking. <laughs> and, and, and when you're getting, Some might say. Let me ask you this question. When you're getting fired for that, do you do you say something like that? Do you go like, you know... I just felt like I wanted to err on the side of caution. Or do you just feel so stupid that you're like, all right, just fire me? No, but during it, to be honest, they said, we've been watching you and your internet um, searches as well. (laughs) It is now time for your Southside Pod Bulletin Board, brought to you proudly by Spoke and Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, a 21 and over place 
that sets up like a fancy hotel lobby right at the corner of 95th and Kedzie. An incredible array of wines. I'm gonna be there tonight. I'm gonna try a few of them. I love the samplers they suggest, but you can make your own and they've got great small plates. See more at SpokeAndVineWines.com. Friday the 15th, Simple Remedy Duo is at Horse Thief Hollow Brewing. They've got all their fall beers coming out. I've been seeing all the notifications. One of the best beers to go get, I believe they do a dunkel over there during the Oktoberfest season. Get it at Horse Thief Hollow in Beverly. Also on Friday night the 15th, Hairbangers Ball is going to be at Palis Park's Autumn in the Park Festival. 8901 West 123rd Street. Enjoy the festival and check out Hairbangers Ball 7.30 to 10.30 at night on Friday. Those of you out in Tinley, Flipside Brewing is having their first ever Fliptoberfest. It is Oktoberfest season. 7144 183rd Street. It kicks off at 5 p.m. on Friday. Saturday is the time for Saturday Night Fever costume and dance contest at the Lyric Theater in Blue Island. Tickets are at lyrictheater.com. Doors open at 6, dance and costume contest at 6.30. There's a movie at 7, it is Saturday Night Fever. And on Sunday the 17th, Galley Lucha Libre Wrestling at Blue Island Beer Company in Blue Island. They got the mask on, they're high flying, there's beer. I don't know how else to spend a Sunday. Get online and get tickets in advance at blueislandbeerco.com. And our final thing we're going to mention before we get out of here is an event we're going to be at the following weekend, next week. This announcement brought to you by SidSauce.net. Hot sauces with peppers grown on the south side, sauces developed on the south side, and then it gets delivered to your door for free. See everything they have to offer, the ones with the mango in them, the habanero, oh my goodness. The only place we get our hot sauce from is at SidSauce.net. Southside Pod, along with Socks in the Basement and the rest of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network will be at Oktoberfest at The Forge in Lamont, Saturday, September 23rd. It kicks off at 2 p.m., goes all day into the evening till 9. This is a spectacular fest. I go to this fest every year. I feel great that they ask me to come every year and Pollyanna Brewing, who's got it going on out there, has the food, the beer, the stein hoisting competition. Tickets are just $15. You get a souvenir stein while supplies last. Live music all day long and get by and win some cold hard cash at our tent. Once again, at the Forge, 1001 Main Street in Lamont. Get there early. There's lots of parking, but some of you will have to walk a couple of blocks. It is totally worth it on Saturday, the 23rd. Before then, you will hear another Southside Pod. So don't forget to subscribe. Don't wait for it to show up on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram or in the patch. That's how you miss episodes. You can catch up and find all of your subscription options right there at SouthsidePod.com. It's the Southside! It's the Southside! It's Southside Pod! Thanks for listening! Y'all come back now, you hear?